This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hey, this is Michael Pierce, defensive tackle for the Minnesota Vikings, also known as the Juggernaut, and you are listening to the Pro Football Chase Podcast. Hey, this is Carlos running back, Chase Edmonds, and you are listening to the Pro Football Chase Podcast. This is Washington guard Wes Schweitzer, and you listen to the Pro Football Chase Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Andre Reid, 2014 Pro Football Hall of Famer, and you are listening to the Pro Football Chase Podcast. This is Jamon Bushrod, Pro Bowler. Super Bowl champion, you're listening to the Pro Football Chase Podcast. Hey, it's Andy Jameis with the Browns, you're listening to the Pro Football Chase Podcast. I was going on, y'all. This is Channel 7, number 39 for the Green Bay Packers, and you're tuning in to Pro Football Chase. Let's go. Good morning, everybody, and welcome into another edition of the Pro Football Chase Podcast. It's Isaac Signs on the mic, and I am joined by Chargers outside linebacker Uchenna Nwosu. So, Uchenna, thanks again, man, for joining the podcast. I know you're probably spending time with family, you're training, you're taking care of some personal things, but it's a pleasure to have you on. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. Doing great, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Been uh, trying to get you on the podcast for several months now. We're finally able to find a date to get you on. But let's go ahead and backtrack a little bit, Uchenna. You came into the league as a second round pick of the 2018 NFL draft out of USC. The Chargers selected you. What do you remember about draft day? How special was it for you to stay in your home state of California? Oh, gosh, I remember everything from draft day, man. It was one of the best days of my life. You know, just being able to have all my friends and my family there and all the people that supported me throughout my career was just there, you know, all in one setting. So it was nice, man. And when I was able to get that call and uh, didn't know when it was going to come, didn't know who it was going to be by, but just having my phone all loud and just, just waiting, having everybody pull up at the right time to the house. And man, when my name got called, it was so surreal. I was just so happy. I can imagine, I mean, talking to a lot of different players, draft day is such a thrill of emotions. And so I bet that was a cool moment for you to celebrate with friends and family. But Uchenna, who inspired you to play the game of football and what age did you start playing? Honestly, nobody really inspired me to play, I would say. I just really just went out there one day because I played a lot of flag football growing up, but never really tackled. Mm-hmm. So when I got to like um, – Actually, I, I tried to play like I think it was like junior junior peewee or mid, or midget whatever you play when you like in like middle school or whatever. But I actually funny story. Actually, I got cut 
<laughs> I got cut from like the junior peewee team, which was ridiculous, you know. But you know, after that, I was like, dang, maybe football's not for me. I should just stick to basketball. But then again, I think it was like sophomore year of high school. I just decided to try out again, and you know, because I've always knew that I had the athleticism. I always knew, you know, I can, you know, I had the athleticism. <clears throat> I just need somebody to coach me. So I eventually played again my sophomore year of high school, and the rest is history. Wow, man, that's crazy. Getting cut from a peewee football team, man, that's pretty crazy. But I completely <laughs> uh, can see where that's coming from. But did you have a favorite NFL team or NFL player when you were growing up? Uh, not really. I wasn't really a big football guy growing up, man. I really was a basketball guy. I really liked Kobe. Kobe was my idol growing up, man. Basketball was always my thing. But for some reason, I kind of always had my eye on the Eagles growing up. I don't know, just Donovan McNabb and Michael Vick and Terrell Owens and Ryan Dawkins and all, all those great Eagle players. I don't know why. I just had a thing for the Eagles growing up. Okay, I got you. Now, you played at USC. You were a standout there in the Pac-12 conference. And then you started your rookie season, three and a half sacks. And I think it's always special, especially for an outside linebacker or defensive end, when you get that very first sack of your NFL career. And in your case, Uchenna, what do you remember about that play? Man, I remember it was week two at Buffalo. Week two at Buffalo um, against Josh Allen, who was also, I think he was in the same draft class as me. But yeah, I just remember a coach, I think he called like a blitz or something. I just came off the edge, speed to power, and I'm just, just was able to see the quarterback trying to get out, and I was able to get him down. So, you know, I was so hyped, man. I was like, damn, <laughs> already got my first sack. People don't usually get that to like, or rookies don't usually get that to like later in the year, you know? So I was able to get that in the second game, and it was a great moment. Yeah, and I don't think a lot of people understand just how hard it is to transition from college to the NFL as an edge rusher? Because I'd imagine getting to the quarterback is quite a difficult task because those quarterbacks are getting the ball out of their hands in two or three seconds. You're facing the best of the best offensive tackles. So for you and your career, what would you say was the most difficult part of your transition from USC to the Chargers? The most difficult part of my transition? I would honestly, I wouldn't say that everything would be or anything was too difficult. You know, I feel like at USC, they prepared us really well for the next level. Um, we have a lot of guys go through that program that go pro that I've talked to. Um, so I wouldn't say anything was too difficult because I was prepared for it. But I'll probably say if I had to choose, I would probably definitely just say the amount of free time that one person has. Because, you know, when you're in college as a student, you know, you're always in class, always in study hall, always in practice, always in meetings, film review. But in the NFL, it's, it's legit. Like, you just go to practice, you know, you watch your film, you go home, watch a little bit film, and then you have all, all kinds of free time. So I feel like managing my free time and time management would probably be the, the biggest, um, probably difficult challenge I had coming from college to the NFL. All right, so now talking about your production, right? You had two sacks in 2019, Follow that up with four and a half sacks in 2020, and then a career-high five sacks this season. You also added 40 total tackles, 24 solo, two forced fumbles, one recovery, one interception, and four pass defenses. So, Uchenna, this is uh, an increased production every single year. What do you attribute your increased performance on the field to? Um, just, just definitely more play time. I feel like the more... 
I play, you know, the more opportunity I get, thus the more increase uh, increase in production. Um, but, yeah, I'm looking forward to that going up. Um, I didn't reach, you know, some of the numbers I want, wanted to hit this season, but um, I was able to make some impact, some very impactful plays for my team, help my team get some key victories. So I'm happy for that. And, you know, the chips will fall where they lay. And But, yeah, and hopefully next year I can, you know, increase my numbers even more and, you know, get to what I'm trying to reach. So, Uchenna, you talk about those goals, and those are obviously your own, but what are some things off the top of your head that you're planning to work on during this offseason? I definitely want to work on, you know, developing my pass rush more. I feel like my pass rush came a long way this year, but it can definitely be a lot better. So that's definitely a key of, you know, because if you can get to the quarterback, you know, <laughs> good things can happen. So, right, right. you know, but it's not all about sacks. I know it's about pressures and disruption and things like that, but, you know, if we're talking about individual goals, that's something I really want to get better at this this coming off season. How did you enjoy playing for first year head coach Brandon Staley? You know that he's a young defensive minded head coach. How did he help improve your game? Yeah, playing for uh, Coach Staley was amazing, man. He, he's like one thing you look for in a head coach is a coach that remains the same guy consistently. You don't want a coach that's always here one day and then up this day and then down another day. He's pretty consistent. He was pretty consistent throughout the whole year in terms of like his attitude and his mentality. And I really appreciate that coming from a player, especially a player who's on a contract year and doesn't know you know what might happen. But yeah, he's helped me grow a lot in his defensive scheme. You know, letting me be myself, use my attributes to the best of my ability, and put me in the right position. Welcome to Prime Video's Culture Rated Collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Be successful. Now the Chargers defense featured Joey Bosa, Derwin James, Linvald Joseph, Chris Harris, to name a few of those veterans. How fun was it for you to take the field with those guys this season? It was absolutely amazing. You know, every guy you named is a dog and probably will be 
they're all all pros are all for um all pros are all pro bowlers so being able to play with guys like those um is really good for uh, a young guy like me i guess i can learn from um i have a lot of energy around um i'm one of the best people in, in the game at my position so i can learn from him and joey um and you just have different kind of characters around you that help you you know be yourself and it's amazing what can you say about the year Justin Herbert had and his impact on the franchise moving forward? And the impact Justin's had has been phenomenal. I'm sure you, everyone in the world has seen it, but his leap to from year one to year two, man, you couldn't even tell, man, because year one he was on fire, you know? <laughs> in year two, he just picked up right where he left off, breaking all kinds of records. And, you know, the way he's got this franchise going is very good for the future. You know, you, when, you, when you got a quarterback, you got a chance to win, so... Um, Telesco and the Spanos family, they did a great job in picking Herbert. They did a, a tremendous job picking up, you know, key pieces to put around them and the future of the Chargers is in good hands. Now they do say that the NFL is obviously a quarterback driven league. And so when the Chargers have a guy like Justin Herbert, who is a cornerstone of the franchise moving forward, does it make you have interest in returning to Los Angeles to play with the Chargers as long as Herbert is there at quarterback? Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> absolutely. But not even just Herbert. Um, this is where I'm from. You know, I grew up in Carson, California. I, I went to USC. I've been to L.A. my whole life. You know, this is what I'm accustomed to. This is what I'm used to. This is what I see every day. And the Chargers is a great organization. You know, they really they're very player friendly. You know, everybody in the locker room gets along. It's really a family out here, and, and this is definitely a place where I can see myself, you know, continuing my career, and I'd love to stay. Well, we'll touch on that topic a little bit at the end of the interview, but I do want to lock in on that final regular season game in Las Vegas, Uchenna. Now, I know you may not want to relive that game because of the result, but man, speaking as an NFL fan watching that game, the stakes were high in Vegas, prime time. That game, man, I think that's got to be the most wild games that I've, <laughs> that I've ever seen, man. Just the, the change of emotions, the fact that, you know, they couldn't get Justin Herbert off the field. He converted like five or six fourth down plays, then to overtime and nearly played to a tie, which would have got both of you in. Can you provide some insight about the high emotions of that game? Yeah, man, emotions was going wild that game when it was when it was crunch time when the offense was out there and they were just every time you look up we're on fourth down I'm thinking ah oh, man are we gonna get another one are we gonna get another one you know in the back of your mind you wanna always be like yeah we gonna get it yeah we gonna get it but then there's other half to be like another one that was fourth and thirteen and then mm -hmm. you know you know so the emotions were actually wild that game and then when Josh Palmer caught that rookie Josh Palmer's having had a great rookie year. When he had caught that, I think it was like a dig around the end zone to tie it, and then went to two point conversion, and then went to overtime, and then Mike Williams. It was just, it was just, it was ridiculous, man. It was the emotions were crazy. I'm sure as a, as a fan, like you said yourself, you felt those emotions as well. But yeah, that's what the NFL is, man. Yeah, that was a, a crazy, crazy ending, and it was very entertaining to watch for sure. But. Was it difficult to play another season with all the COVID-19 protocols and the uncertainty of players' availability? I mean, I know y'all got hit. Every team got hit with big players. I know for the Chargers, Keenan Allen, Williams, guys missed games because of COVID-19. Was it tough to have to play through another season with all that over you? I mean, yeah, it's definitely definitely a challenge, but 
you know, that's what the NFL is. You have guys here that are able to step up, and we had guys here that stepped up in a huge way when I think it was the Pittsburgh game when our whole D-line pretty much got wiped out by COVID. We had backups. We had Joe Gaziano, Braden, Fajoko, Forrest, Merrill, and those guys came in and played a huge role in stopping Najee Harris in that run game. You know, when we were – I forgot what game it was, but we missed a couple receivers. We had Josh Palmer, Guyton, uh, Smooth um, – of I can't I don't, know, I don't know why I forget his name right now. Uh, Jason Moore, Jason Moore, you guys stepped up, and you know we're, we're, that's what the NFL is, and that's what this team is. We're, we prepare and we get guys ready to play when guys go down. Yeah, well, it did show, man, it, and it was really interesting seeing every team have to face that. Go, you know, a couple of weeks without star players, and really just test the depth of teams this year is what we were seeing. Now going back to you and and what you have out ahead of you you did play out that final year of your rookie contract you did perform at a high level you were a factor every time you got an opportunity and uchenna i think obviously you know yourself i mean being only 25 years old you've increased that sack production each year the demand for edge rushers and free agency is always high do you feel pretty good about the options that you'll have when free agency begins i mean we'll see we'll see you know i'm praying on it you know, no guy got me. I put, I feel like I've put together a good tape um, for other teams out there or even the Chargers. So we'll see, man. I, I, I'm just praying nothing but the best, man. I hope, you know, I, you know, I hope I get what I deserve. And I know I'll get what I deserve. I just hope everything, you know, works out the way it should. And you know, I'm looking forward to the future. Have you talked with anybody that's actually been through the free agency process as a player? Because I, I've talked with a lot of different players about free agency and some of them are just like, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, the uncertainty levels are kind of like, well, we'll see who calls, who expresses interest. Like, are you starting to do a little bit of preparation about free agency ahead of time? Or are you kind of just going with the flow? Just going with the flow at the moment, man. Just, I know free agency doesn't start till March, so I'm just trying to get my mind off football for right now. You know, just relax a little bit, enjoy the games, I guess. And just when that time comes, I'll start to make preparations. Gotcha, man. Well, you know what, Ochen? I, I certainly hope that you do get paid what you deserve, man. You're a heck of a football player. So that I will say. I hope it definitely works out for you when the time comes. Thank you, guys. I appreciate that, man. So now as we close out the uh, interview, Uchenna, you know, number one, we have an NFC wildcard game tonight, right? The Rams and Cardinals and a fellow L.A. team there that you share that SoFi Stadium with the Los Angeles Rams. That game is going to be a good one. Two NFC West opponents going toe-to-toe. Do you have a, a team that you think is going to come out on top, or are you just going to watch them as a neutral spectator? I'm going to watch as a neutral spectator, man. i got friends on both sides of the balls, on both sides, on both teams. So i got to root for both, man. <laughs> All right, and, and let's hear one last thing from you. Do you have a Super Bowl prediction, Uchenna? And if so, who do you think ends up as the champions? Uh, from the NFC, I'm going to say Green Bay. And from the AFC, I'm going to say, I'm going to say the Bills. The Bills look, look great against the Patriots. I'm going to say the Bills. Man, that's exactly my Super Bowl prediction right there. I had the Packers and the Bills. Those two teams looks like they're playing the best brand of football at this time of the year, man. So that would definitely be a marquee matchup in Super Bowl. But nonetheless, man, I think there's a lot of good games out ahead of us here in the playoffs. But 
Uh, again, Uchenna, I appreciate you taking the time, man. It was a, a great time chatting with you on the podcast, getting to learn a little bit more about your journey to the NFL. And um, as I just said moments ago, I wish you the best as you begin this new free agency process, man. And uh, best of luck. I'll for sure keep prayers and send them your way. Thanks, Isaac. Have a good day. All right. Same to you, All man. Right. Blessings. Peace. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.